I'm Josh Cooperman, and this is Convo by Design with another installment of The Showroom, featuring an exceptionally talented member of the design community. Really one of my all-time favorites, to be honest with you, for the little things she does. Her attention to detail, the manner in which she tells her stories through the work, it's exceptional. We talk about music, too, one of my favorite topics, and turns out hers as well. Love this chat. I know you will, too. Who am I speaking with? This is Bridget Romanic, live in the showroom. The showroom is a feature segment that was created during the pandemic as a way to showcase designers in front of an audience when no gatherings were possible. The showroom has evolved, and I had the opportunity to sit down with Bridget in the newly opened Soho Home in the West Hollywood Design District. Soho Home was also gracious enough to sponsor the Convo by Design 10th anniversary party, and they served as the location for what was seriously an absolutely extraordinary afternoon, seeing friends, many of which I had not seen in person in years. This conversation with Bridget covers her creative journey and how she worked to become one of the most exceptional creatives working today. I don't say this lightly. I I think her work is truly exceptional, truly transformational. The work is layered. It's contextual and subtly situational. You will hear more about that in addition to ways music has shaped her life and therefore inextricably tethered to her work. We talk about her collections and other facets to the business that allow her to create her art. I really could go on forever, but I won't. Instead, I'll let Bridget tell her story and uh, we'll get to it right after this. I am incredibly proud of Convo by Design in year 10, and I'm equally proud of my partnership with Thermosol. They've been presenting partners of Convo by Design for three years now, and there is a certain amount of pride that comes with saying that the show is presented by the company that is the best in the world at what they do. Thermosol engineers the most exceptional smart shower products and steam shower systems worldwide for a few reasons. They were the first company to design patent the technology here in the U.S. dating back to 1958. Thermosol, a U.S. brand, a U.S. manufacturer in Round Rock, Texas, employs an engineering team that designs, tests, and continuously refines the product. Their quality control team tests every single steam generator before it departs the factory. Who else does that? Nobody. I have had the pleasure of working with some world-class designers and architects who tell me And you probably know this, that the idea of luxury has changed and continues to change, especially when clients want a spa-like bathroom. Steam is mandatory. Or it's just not considered a a, a luxury space. And if you want to add steam, you have one true option. It's Thermosol. And now, Thermosol, the industry leader in steam, bath equipment, and technology since 1958, is enhancing their already stellar family of products with new indoor and outdoor luxury saunas. Available in three design configurations, each sauna is handcrafted from clear western red cedar or Nordic spruce inspired by the brilliance of northern european sauna technology and design. A luxury bathroom isn't luxury without steam. If you want luxury, you have one option. It's Thermosol. Check them out at thermosol.com and at thermosol on the socials. I love that I ask if we're ready to go. We're going. We're going. <laughs> Let's do it. 
And it's funny too because I, I, I love, I, I wish I could turn back time and push the red button five minutes ago, mm-hmm. but I'll, I'll start, <laughs> <laughs> but, I'll, but I'll definitely start with this and, and the idea, Bridget, of you as a musician mm-hmm. and coming from a musical family yeah. and your mom being a musician and a singer. Yeah, she is. How did that, how did that upbringing inform what you do today? Well, it's, it's informed it very heavily. I mean, even subconsciously, and then when I sit and think about it and process and how I got here, it's like all, it's all part and parcel of, of that. Um, because my mom um, has siblings and you know, she was the kid who was different in the family, like, you know, the one who was like, oh, what's going to happen? <laughs> you know, what's she going to do? And she just always, always wanted to sing where her sisters are like nurses and, and uh, teachers and, you know, and, and her brother's a preacher. But she wanted to be that, you know, the, a singer. And they thought that was just sort of like, you know, crazy. But she was just always just this, this free spirit. And, and she needed to do it. It was just part of who she is and, and how she came into this world. And so... With her having me and needing and wanting to do that, my experience was so different to other kids um, and how they were living. I mean, I, I changed schools all the time because we went to where the work was, wherever she'd, be, uh, she'd get a job singing. Um, and then she would, I would stay with family members and then she would travel around the world and then bring me weird little gifts. You know, other kids would be at a Barbie, but I would somehow get, you know, a fabric doll from, a, you know, from, from some country. And it was, it was, at the time, it was amazing and also difficult because my childhood wasn't normal. But all of the moving around and, and all of the experiences helped me to... Um, to understand that I could make any place home. It helped me to understand that to think differently was okay. It helped me to um, have, a, have a strength and a, a confidence that came over time. I mean, I was always a shy kid, but like this confidence that came over time that what I was doing or what she was doing, it was okay. You know, it was like super okay to be you, be different. And that 100% uh, really is where I live with my interiors and, and how I do and how I design. I didn't study design, it was just this thing. I, I feel like being my mom's kid, she, you know, she's such a creative, um, that I am such a creative. And it is just how I function in the world and how I breathe. Everything is, is visual or through emotion. Um, and that is just the, the lens that I look through and the lens that she looks through. So um, my upbringing and my mom being such a fun, wild, free spirit really made me think that things were okay and and to things that didn't go together were okay because she was she was different to her siblings and um, you know she would have friends who would come and do graffiti on our living room walls. No other kid was living that way at the time, you know, and so it just made me more um, adventurous and accepting and uh, okay with things that were out of the ordinary, you know, so definitely informs my design do you, do you think do you think that that kind, that upbringing <clears throat> gave you a, a certain level of confidence because you saw that it was it's okay to fail it's okay to try things that don't work because yeah. things that don't work lead to things that do absolutely yes I mean it, it's very it's very mixed you know because as a kid always being the new kid or 
you know, often the only African-American kid, you know, all of these things initially are, are challenging, but when you get through them, you're like, hey, you know, I did that, I'm all right, and I'm still okay. And um, so that begins to seep in, and I'm, I've always been more on the quiet side and shy, and I do speak through, um, through my creativity, and so the way I grew up, even though it was hard, it also allowed me to know that it's all right, it's okay, and you can, you can do you, and it did give me this quiet confidence. And so the first time when someone said to me, with no design knowledge whatsoever, other than just the school of life and the school of my mom, Paulette, um, I said, when they said, can you help me with my house? I said, sure, I can do it. You know, and I believed that I could with no knowledge. And, you know, it, it's, it's often one of those things where one might say, uh, no, I'm not gonna do it. But I was just like, let's do it, let's go for it. And I'm grateful for that because I don't think I would have that without my upbringing because I am I, I'm more on the shy side. So. It's so funny to me to hear you say that because I don't doubt you, I believe you, <laughs> but you know, when I hear someone who's, who's a singer herself, yeah. who's a highly successful and creative designer herself, <laughs> say that I'm just so shy. It just, it's it, the dichotomy of it. Just, yeah. It's it almost like it doesn't jive yeah. t- together, but it, yeah. but it does, it seems yeah. to work. Yeah, well, it's, it's this thing where I was either going to, you know, curl up in a corner and be like, oh, everything, this is hard, things are a challenge, or I was gonna say it's hard and it's a challenge and let's get through it and let's do it. And I, I talk about my mom so much, but the reason why is because she was the person that, um, that is my role model and I look to all the time for, for things and, and still continue to. And she believed that with having no, like she'd never traveled outside of Chicago and she'd never um, done any of these things she was about to go off and do on her own and with a kid. So that, that gave me the, the strength. But my natural place to be is more so like, you know, um, quiet more of a homebody just more um on the on the shire side and it's funny because my my friends are like yeah let's see if bridget actually comes things like that because i am more of like i'll just sort of be home and just a bit more you know quiet but i'm i'm very lucky that i get to express myself through my creative outlets and i liked singing but i love interior design when did you when did you find design or did design find you oh my god josh it was it was so organic that it made no sense it was just me working in my own spaces my own home and um and i had taken a house and no one liked it (laughs) my family didn't like it my friends didn't like it and i said you know i can see it i can see what it should be and then I designed the house and people came back and they were, this is the same house? And I said, you know, yeah, same house. And all of that happened for me through my journey as, as a child and making new spaces all the time, every time we moved or um, with the new stuff my mom would bring home or the murals or she'd paint something purple or red, you know, she was, she's just a wild child, she still is. Um, but, um, but, through that, I just said, I can, I, I can see what this house should be. And I went about making the changes. And that's literally how I got my first job. Some people came over and they said, we're working with someone right now. We don't think we're a good fit. Could you help us? And I said, sure. 
<laughs> sure, I can help you. And that's how it got started. So it was really organic. It wasn't a plan in my head or anything. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> sure. How did how did the how did the craft refine? Because I, I get the feeling mm-hmm. You know, we don't know each other well, but I get, but I know your work well, mm-hmm. and I get the feeling that y- you have you have spent the time and due diligence to really understand what the craft is, what oh, yeah. what 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 you're trying to accomplish, and mm-hmm. you know, I mean, look, there are people who have phenomenal voices, but they're not yeah. good singers because they never studied the craft. Right. There are people who are great actors, but they're not good because they don't understand emotion and transferring that emotion to something else because they never studied the craft. Right. Design is like any other art form. It's, mm-hmm. it's a craft. Right. And I get the feeling like you have put the work in, you understand the craft, and you understand it as it relates to the work that you do. Mm-hmm. What was that process like for you? A lot of, I mean, it's kind of what you said before. It's a lot of trial and error. It's a lot of failing. Um, It's, but but more than anything, it's believing. You know, it's believing that I can do it and I will get there if I'm going to, if I'm making mistakes or if something doesn't, you know, doesn't go well, then I keep going. There's just no, you know, there's never a moment when I say, oh, you know, this is too hard or I don't want to do this. And I'm constantly taking in information and constantly learning and constantly looking and constantly researching and you know I love that process because I it it pushes me forward Um, and I'm always trying different things and new things because that's just in my DNA how I grew up so I think that combination of things brings me to where I am today and in design and um it's a combination, like I said, of research, my ignorance being bliss, and, and I say that lovingly to myself, um, you know, and and just never wanting to quit or or give up, and believing that it's really all about the feel. That's the ultimate thing, you know. I I can look at something and it can look beautiful, but it'll feel clinical or something. It just it's sort of missing something, and that's the element that I always want to bring into every room is that it feels right for you you know so if you came to me and you're saying you know Bridget I want a room when I walk in there it needs to feel cozy it needs to feel layered it needs to feel like a cocoon so you know I'm picking out the words that um that really resonate and the words that are key to get you that space so that's really how my process goes just picking out the the important information it's not a case of um well that shouldn't be next to that and this shouldn't be next to this because really you know it's just it's really all about the feel i love that you bring that up okay i'm gonna need your help with something sure because i'm trying to remember what project it is okay. there's a picture of flea oh yeah okay yeah. Uh-huh. so this particular space i was i was looking through some of your projects and I saw, I saw this room, and it just, it just struck me. Mm. And what I loved about it was there is this, this subtle sophistication. There's this air of calm, relaxation <laughs> in this whole space, and I love it, and everything goes together, and there is this mm. artwork, this picture of Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, mm-hmm. and he, 
somehow nobody will ever look at a picture of flea and be like oh it's so relaxing and sophisticated and calm but it that particular element mm -hmm. it added this heightened layer and level <laughs> to the space and i just i just love it and then I started looking at some of your other projects and I saw that as a as a through line not as mm -hmm. like the same thing but I feel like like designers like the same way that if you, if you look at musicians mm -hmm. jazz musicians mm -hmm. if you listen to a saxophone player clarinet right. player right and you know if you're just listening to music and you hear something come on even if you don't know what that song is mm -hmm. you hear that sax player it's like right. I know who that is right. Right. I know who that is mm -hmm. clarinet yeah. same thing right mm -hmm. I know who that is Absolutely. and and you may not know the song you may not know the album you may not know the, the quartet or the no. group he was playing with but you know but the you, player yeah you know the player <laughs> yeah I know you as a player oh, um you you, you have you have a you have a a it's not a style it's a fingerprint it's a it's a it's a it's a through line that that transcends design style thank you and i absolutely love it but again there is a little bit of bravery that has to that has to take place right yeah yeah yes <laughs> you i mean absolutely yeah you thank well you see me no i'm kidding so no that's that's very that's very true and i and i like that because i think that that sort of disrupts things or turn things on you know just turns it on its head a little bit or makes it layered or a bit more interesting or will bring a sense a little bit of that whimsy or that you know kind of double take you know so I try to make sure there's a moment or um, you know a vignette right where there's something that makes you do one of these kind of like what you know and people even remember more than more than the, the the individual pieces people you know remember a feeling and so I want people to remember, like, what what just happened? What just happened there? You know. So I do try to leave um, a footprint print that way. You know, and because I, I like when you, you're thinking about something and something's a little bit different. Um, I I hope that I never deliver a room that's just, you know, she did a room, great, thanks. You know, it's got a bed and it's got a chair. You know, but that it has something to it that brought that that extra element you know that makes you feel something you're listening to my conversation with bridget romanic we'll be right back in just a moment we are living at a time of incredible growth both technologically and creatively with respect to interior design exterior design and architecture there is no question there are companies thinking differently about the business of design and how to make products super serve those for whom they're being made one of those companies and one of my favorites is moya living designer and fabricators of some of the most stunningly beautiful, incredibly durable, and highly functional kitchen, bath, and outdoor kitchen cabinetry on the market today. Powder-coated steel with stunning lines, vibrant colors to fit any design style or aesthetic. A history of designing cabinetry for the scientific community, so you know it's been tested in some of the truly the most harsh conditions available. Moya O'Neill is the CEO and founder of Moya Living. She's the inspiration behind the design. Designers, their specification process is so simple. It will make your job so much easier. Check them out online through the socials at Moya Living, their website, moyaliving.com, and in the real world, their live kitchen showroom in Fountain Valley, California. The Institute of Classical Architecture and Art Southern California chapter is a forum for professionals in the industry and enthusiasts to come together, 
share their love, and show their commitment to the timeless principles of beauty, proportion, and observation that are embodied in classicism. Their members include renowned architects, designers, landscape architects, builders, students, artists, and creatives from every walk of life. It's a wonderful organization designed to celebrate the unique regional identity of Southern California and help develop the careers of the like-minded. If you're interested in joining or would like to learn more about sponsorship and support for the ICAA Southern California chapter, please email me, convobydesign at outlook.com. At the same time, too, one of the other things that I noticed about you and your work is you're not, you're not afraid to let the space speak for itself yeah. sometimes. Sometimes, um, and it's not a maximalist or minimalist right. decision. It's not that yeah. conversation. Right. But sometimes... Um, there's just it's like there's no place to breathe yeah there's no place to just stop and take take a minute yeah and just take it in exactly your spaces all have beats <laughs> i don't want to call them beats but they are they're they're, they're beats yeah where yeah, where right. you you can just there's a rest yeah. and and you can you can take the next moment yeah after that so in in your you know, and I don't mean to make this all about music, but I no, I, okay. I feel okay. I feel it um, in your design. Mm-hmm. Do you do you structure it musically? Because do you think musically? I can't help but think musically. I mean, it's so part of who I am. My grandmother would sing around the house. My aunts, you know, obviously my mom. You know, my mom um, was roommates with with uh, Shaka Khan, and you know, so like music has never not been a part of my existence, and how and how I breathe and and move through. And there is that correlation. It is about the feeling. Um, And it is is about creating something that makes one feel good. I think when I was singing and doing music, I I loved writing or I loved being in front of people. And even though I'm shy, like when you get on stage, you know, you're you're able to kind of let go, and you and everything just sort of drains, and you just want to send out a feeling to people and an emotion, and and for that 20 minutes or an hour, have them feel good and have them um, just let go. And I often say, like, when you get home and you close your door, I want you to exhale and let go, and that's my job for you. You know, so. There's definitely that that relationship, and I do think about it like that. And I do often think, okay, this room, I want this room to be simple, but think about it like a simple song, because a simple song, you remember that more than you would a complicated song, but if it's simple, there's nowhere to hide, so the chorus has to be really great and memorable, and so that that part is, you know, sort of the chorus, and this is the, you know, the verse. I, I, I can't help it. <laughs> do you... Do you remember? You know my secret now. Oh, I know. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> you do see me. <laughs> do you, Too well. <laughs> do you um, do you remember when you were able to sort of divorce yourself from being Bridget and being Bridget Romantic, mm-hmm. the brand? Mm-hmm. Do you remember when when you were able to realize or see that what you were doing wasn't was now a brand and kind of takes on a life of its own? That's an incredible question. I, I I don't think I still realize it. My head is so um, down working, and working because I love what I'm doing, um, and I'm so 
I'm, I'm so passionate about it and I'm always so grateful that I get to do it and I'm always like, will someone hire me again? Or will someone not? I don't know. You know, so that's what I'm doing all the time. And, and the fact that people do see my work or see me still still blows my mind you know and um someone said you know recently it's like oh like that imposter thing you're like what is this really happening you know and and it does feel like that sometimes because i just genuinely feel how lucky i am to get to do what i love to do and i it's not lost on me at all that that's a rare thing you know um and so i want to keep doing it so i give it everything i got all the time and and that's what I'm busy doing. So I don't necessarily think about it that way. Um, it's just I just want to keep going because I I love it. So I, I go I go into that mm-hmm. because I wanted to ask you about your licensing and collections. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you evaluate your partners mm-hmm. when you think about a, a licensing? deal Mm -hmm. or a collection Mm -hmm. or what you want to do how do you what's the process for you well it's understanding the brand as much as I can Um, and I do that by going to to their factories I I do that by learning the the teams and the people and the structure and the process and I only learn that by really getting involved and that leads me to okay I'm going to be in business with these people for a while and do I think this is a good company to be in business with do I like the way they do things does it resonate with me Um, are we like-minded and so that really informs it because you are going to be with them for a while and you want to be with people that you think are are great and that you would want to be with for a while (laughs) so that's really the process and you know do you like their aesthetic so it's all of these questions it's like being in a relationship because you are it is a relationship yeah it is yeah. it is yeah uh, what's what's next nice. for you mm-hmm. and it's it's funny because we just we just saw martin yes. downstairs yes. and i love him so the last time he and i spoke was um four years ago mm-hmm. here at legends oh my goodness in front of his showroom and at, towards the end of our conversation he was like i said is there anything you want to do yeah. that you haven't that you know he's like i think I, i'm not going to do the exit i'm not but i love it i do <laughs> but but um he was like i think i'd, I'd love to do a, a hotel here locally you know oh. like like in west hollywood and yeah. i don't know if he was manifesting or if it was whatever it was but yeah. you know the the prospect is is amazing and yeah. it's it's all him but I, I'm big. I've kind of gotten on the manifestation thing lately. Ooh. Like you know, ma- you can Ooh. manifest things and make them happen. Mm. What would you love to do? What's What's next? What would you What would you love to put out there and have happen? Oh my goodness, that is a big question. Um, I mean, people are going to say this sounds cringy, but I I really hope to um, to keep doing what I'm doing for as long as. Uh, people will have me and clients will have me because I do love it I would love to um, yeah hotels that could be absolutely amazing and fun I've done clubs and private clubs and that's really fun as well but a hotel could be amazing um, let's see what else would I like I, I really just want to keep going and being able to do 
what I love for the next, you know, 30, 40 years. That would be everything. So it's funny for me to hear you say that, mm-hmm. because, you know, a couple minutes ago, you, you had mentioned imposter syndrome. Yeah. And I'm curious, I, I'm, I, I asked this question because I'm just fascinated by it. It took me a while to realize something. Mm-hmm. We don't really think about this, but sometimes everyone is actually feeling the same thing. Right. Maybe, not, sure. at the, maybe not at the same time. Yeah. Maybe not in the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and because there are certain things that we just don't talk about mm-hmm. in front of other people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Imposter syndrome is one of those things where it's mm-hmm. like, I, I'm, I'm still faking it. I, <laughs> I'm just, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't have yeah. the confidence. R- regardless of, it's like, you're killing it. You know? <laughs> but for you... There is kind of like that subtle, are you surprised that you've achieved the success that you have? And mm-hmm. that, and I think more importantly, that success aside, mm-hmm. but that people love your work. Does that surprise you? Yes. It does because I, I, I didn't plan this at all it was it was there was no like when I'm when I'm old I'm gonna be an interior designer and decorate there was that wasn't there. Um, I always knew I would be creative. I'd do something creative, and that's where singing or handbags come from. You know, these are all forms of bringing joy to people. And but I, I didn't know. So I've landed where I'm supposed to be, and that I know 100%. And so that's why I, I go as hard as I do every day to make it, <laughs> to make it. Um, as, as best I can, as strong as I can, do the best I can. I'm always learning, I'm always uh, trying to grow. And so for that reason, it's like, okay, I'm working hard. And yes, I, I, I feel as though I should be, you know, in the design conversation because I'm, I'm working hard and I'm trying my best and, and, um, and that feels great. But of course, I still sit and giggle because I'm like, "What? <laughs> How's this happening? You know, how's this happening?" But, but um, being grateful is is uh, is everything. And I think with that, I just I keep trying. I keep going. I keep going. I keep pushing. What do you do when you're when you're not working, or or are you working all the time? Okay, I'm gonna be <laughs> very transparent. I work. Okay, so my, my girls are in school, so I have, the, I have the whole day, and they have things that they do after school. And so I can pretty much work until about like seven. So I get up at about six and go until about seven and then hang with my ladies. And then after that, I go back to work, you know, so I'm not someone who sleeps much. So I know they say sleeping is good for you, but I also read this quote. It's like, what do you achieve when you're sleeping? <laughs> Uh, probably better health. I don't know, but but um, I love being up and working. So I'll stay up late into the night doing it, and early in the morning doing it. Yeah, I, I do. I love it. So, are you a good delegator? I'm getting better at it. Yes, <laughs> I'm definitely getting better at it. That's a great question because because for what we do, you have to. You you have to, and so building a strong team is so important, and that's um, been great. Like I. I I'm I'm very very fortunate. I'm very very fortunate, and it just gets to be stronger and stronger and better and better. And as I do it, I know what I need more, and so I know um, the members that need to come on and what they need to be strong at, and you know, and appreciating people for what they are great at and what they aren't, and you know, all of it. And so, yeah, I just I just want to keep doing it. 
I, I love that. It's it's funny too. It's like you 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 genuinely sound surprised, and I, I just I just want to keep doing it. I just want to, but I, but but you know what's, you know what's interesting. I love it too. Um, and one of the reasons I love it so much is because you you clearly love what you're doing, yeah. and you have a passion for it, and you enjoy it. And I think that's the thing. That's the key. That that's another one of those universals in the in the human condition and the human experience yeah. Yeah. is that all anybody really wants is to have a family that they can love that loves them back to enjoy what you're doing to find yeah purpose yeah in that's the work true. that you're doing yeah um, tell me the difference in in relation to how you view the differences between residential mm-hmm. commercial mm-hmm. hospitality mm-hmm. do you do you like working in the different areas do you prefer to stay residential is I that like all of them you do I do okay I do I and I I do because every every job is is so fresh it's all new there's no there's no formula like okay I'm gonna put brass here I'm gonna you know there's none of that so everything is new so it's like discovering and um, and unveiling and all of this every single time it's so cool it's like peeling off another layer in the brain and 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 starting anew and that's what it feels like and so when a client tells me okay these are the parameters or this is what I need I, I'm like a scientist like oh my gosh this is so fun so um, I love it and it allows me to be creative in different ways in every project you know so I I really do I I, I would tell you if I loved one better than the other but I do I like them I like them all and as you're explaining that you know what I'm thinking about what it's so funny because your demeanor so everybody knows who who is in design who works with clients knows that sometimes their clients are not always open mm-hmm. to new ideas sure. because your work is so creative and it's I'm trying to put myself in the situation where you have a client that doesn't necessarily buy into mm-hmm. the idea and I'm trying to figure out one of a couple of things <laughs> is she the velvet hammer is she is she going to be just subtle like oh well why don't we just try how do you how do you do it where's the Where's the balance between the psychology mm-hmm. and the confidence in knowing what you do? And also, when you reach a certain level as you've, as you've reached, you know, sometimes the clients bring you in mm-hmm. knowing that they bring you in to do what you do right. because they may be a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Go do the law. I will right. never question you on the law, right? right? This, right. Is, this is what I do. You're, right. in, you're in my office now. Mm-hmm. How do you do it? Well, it's... It depends on the the client and the person because, you know, there's the client who will give you the key and says, I'll see you in six months. I don't want to know anything. I just want to get it done. Just other than showing me the initial boards were good. Um, And then there's a client who said, don't show me anything. I just want to be finished. And then there's a client who says, what is the stitching going to be on that sofa? I need to know. know, So it really, it's really... um, just depends on the person but it's my job to tell them my truth and I've I've learned that because initially being a little bit more reserved it's if someone said if a client said I don't really think I want to do that but let's do this light you know I would kind of go oh okay and then but somehow it maybe didn't look the way in the end it's supposed to or or you know so learning like oh no I have to speak up and I have to say listen 
this is why I think this light will work. And let me tell you, and maybe let's go see it. And it's a big conversation. And then, or not, um, but if that is an issue where they say, I just don't like it, then I keep going until I find something that I think will be amazing. I'm never going to put anything in the room that I don't think is fantastic. Because then I feel like I've, I've failed them. You know, um, if they have heirlooms and, and important things to them, of course, that will take precedence and maybe how the room, uh, you know, the room is designed around those things. But I have to do that. And what's really funny is some of my clients have become friends. And I had one recently reach out to me. He's like, I, I won't tell you what the, the text started with, but it was like, you're so effing right. This, this light is a disaster. Why did you let me do this? You know, and... Um, so it's really a, it's it's a it's a conversation sometimes, and we get there together, and then it and then it's okay, and it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you soothe them, you make it. It's okay. Yeah, it's all right. It's gonna, we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. How do you, how do you how do you find the resources now? Mm-hmm. Because lately, post pandemic it has been like all of this discovery and all of this research and development that took place during the pandemic and mm-hmm. all of these new products and materials and, yeah. and ideas that have come out now. Mm-hmm. It's extraordinary. Yes, it is. But to travel mm-hmm. and to actually go to every, you know, to right. go to Salone and to right. go to Maison, it's, it's, right. it's, a, it's a thing. Mm-hmm. It's a thing. How do you, how do you discover? How, how does it work for you? Well, it's a it's a combination of doing the work by by traveling and going to meet makers and um, and seeing new works. And but it's also I, I feel very lucky that a lot of makers reach out to me and will send me their work over email and then come in and do presentations. Um, and showrooms do that, but a lot of makers will come in and we're coming to LA and you know we'd love to come in and see you. So that's been great. And then also you know the internet is great because if i find something i think is absolutely incredible and it's over in belgium i will reach out to that to that maker and say hey i think this is incredible and then we somehow arrange a way for me to see the piece or memo the piece or, or whatever um whatever means we can we can um really navigate to get the piece to me and i can present it so we find whatever whatever way we need to we find we find a way Josh <laughs> I'm gonna get that piece or that piece right I'm making it happen so <laughs> knowing that you love what you do mm-hmm. and you do it as often as you can and you don't ever want it to end yeah what do you do when you're not doing it what do you do when you're not working what do you do to force yourself to disconnect yeah so I love a great bath I love a bath um, I love laying on my daughter's bed and laughing and talking about things. I have two girls, so we have a lot of girl talk. I love that. Um, taking my dogs for walks, going on walks myself, my friends. Um, and recently I traveled to Italy, which was phenomenal um, as a designer, but also just to have some some time to, uh, to exhale, so that was fantastic. Um, but... I'm not gonna lie. It's it's a little rare. <laughs> it's it's rare that I do that because I do. I I love it. This has been. I I, I love I love too that you find time, no matter what you're doing. You whether it's a bath or something else that you find time to to you know and the travel as well. I feel like it's become more important now to 
to find opportunities where you can shut down. Yes. Where you can just not not have to do it as much and especially 100%. when the when the kids are when the kids are young and yeah. you know you're trying to find the time um, would you want your kids to be designers if they loved it absolutely it's so funny because my my kids they they're not interested right now <laughs> they're not interested um, but yeah if they if they liked it and loved it like I did that would be amazing that would be an incredible connection but right now it's funny I'll show them things I'll say you know just just what do you think because I'll just be you know working on something and they'll be like cool listen could you drive me to <laughs> like okay thanks guys thanks so much thank you yeah if uh, if that was if, heartfelt yeah <laughs> if, if it if at any moment you're you're feeling like the need for some support yeah. don't, don't ask your kids no no don't ask your I can show her boards when I'm driving her to the mall or a friend's house. (laughs) Then she sort of held hostage in the car for a little bit so I can put a board in her face. But other than that, yeah. That's hilarious. (laughs) Do Do you ever take your kids to job sites? Not really. I mean, they've gone a couple times, yeah, but not not really. When I'm working, I'm so you know focused and um and they are usually in school when I'm doing an install or if it's um, an install that goes late I, it's more so just like on the phone or whatever they're not they're, they want to go and you know, do that thing do you have something performative that you do as part of your reveal or do you have a reveal do you like the reveal I always find that some people love the reveal it's mm-hmm. a showbiz thing mm-hmm. it's performative and others right. are like no they're in it for the whole thing by the time it's done yeah. they've already seen it it depends on the client it really does and and I some clients will you know want to be around I sort of said you know it's better if you aren't and you know we'll let's let's go on and do our thing and you don't have to don't you know I have some that are so excited you know and they're like okay no 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 I'm gonna be upstairs I'm gonna be upstairs and it's gonna be fun you know so it really just it really depends but I have some clients where I love doing the reveal and they love being out and they love coming home because they, they view it like art, you know, um, and it's really cute because they'll they'll come in and it's, oh my gosh, and look at this, and they're really joyous about it. And then I have other clients who, like, I, I don't, I want to be part of the process. Um, and I explain that, okay, but we're going to be moving things around and one piece will come in at a time, so just... You know the room won't be done, so it's a, you know it's explaining things like that. Okay, we'll go in the other room for a while. You know, so it's a real, it's a, it's um, mainly, it's a reveal, but there are some who just like no, it's okay, I don't need a reveal. You know, I'll I'll just be in the other room. So it just depends, but I love it. I, I love reveal. I love that too. Um, <laughs> this was so great. Oh, thank, thank you. thank you for doing this. No, thank you, thank you for for thinking of me to do it. Thank you. I I just love your work. I think you're awesome. (laughs) Oh, thank you, John. I appreciate that. Thank you, Bridget, for your time. I I love this. Thank you, Soho Home Studio, for hosting this conversation and our 10th anniversary party. Thank you for listening, downloading, and subscribing to the show. If not already, please make sure you are subscribing so you don't miss a single episode and they uh, they come to you automatically when they're published. You can find Convo by Design everywhere you find your favorite podcasts. Thank you to my wonderful partners and sponsors, Thermosol, Moya Living, and Design Hardware. Without you, this would not be possible. So for that, thank you.
Thanks again for listening. Be well. And until next week, take today first. Mm-hmm.